Are you ready? Shot is off of the back iron, no good. Rebound, he sings eye. Locked with the ball into the fourth court. Comes to Donovan for three. Oh, he hits it! He hits it! Aaron Donovan hits a three-pointer that gives the Tigers the win! Kowalczyk, that Aaron out again down the far side. That ball is going to be caught at the 50-yard line. Off to the races, 40. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, St. Cecilia. Streaming now on ExtremeSports.com and on the Extreme Sports app. Extreme Sports and the Hastings Tribune presents the Tribbling Tailgate Talk Show with your hosts, Mike. Marcus, Will, and Nick. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to the Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. We are at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings here tonight. Uh, Will Reynolds, Marcus Metcalf, Nick uh, Blasnick, and uh, Mike Will here from Extreme Sports. Good to see you guys uh, again. Here we go again, huh? another week. Hey, uh, what is this week? Uh, week four, week five, week five, and we're into football playoffs. We've got some things that have have uh, finished up here uh, recently as far as sports go. So lots lots to talk about tonight and catch up on. And we've got the uh, state football playoffs coming up uh, later on this week. We're going to talk uh, some Adams Central football coming up. We're going to be talking some uh, Hastings High football uh, coming up for you here tonight. A lot of sports talk again. Uh, glad you're aboard here at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. The weather kind of wiped out our uh, little uh, positioning round that we we're going to have uh, this afternoon. They they had a little tournament out here uh, this afternoon, but a little bit of rain, a little bit of cold weather, so we didn't get on the links here today, gang. That's uh, that, that was kind of deteriorating. All throughout the day, yeah? I don't know about you guys. I was on hole one ready to go at Elks and then remembered we're supposed to be meeting here at Southern Hills. And so I quickly made it back to the nice, very impressive uh, clubhouse here. I haven't been in since it's been renovated, but it is beautiful in here. This is nice. Yeah, we didn't get to play uh, play any golf today. I wanted to see what Mike was going to shoot. Course record, I think, was in danger today with Mike Will out there on the tee boxes. Pro- probably not. Probably not. Uh, the course record might be in jeopardy for one hole. And I, I, I'm not good. I, I got a good teacher over there, Jimmy. Uh, he was always going to give me a few lessons, but uh, I, I need a lot of lessons anyway. Anyway, again, welcome to the Southern Hills Golf Course uh, in Hastings. Again, uh, you know about the Southern Hills, an 18-hole uh, golf course, uh, challenging, picturesque type of course, perfect for players of all skill levels, whether you're a beginner or uh, uh, you think you've achieved uh, pro status. Hey, this is the course for you. They've got a, a new clubhouse here. It's been a renovator. They've got a kitchen. They've got a bar area. They've got a uh, putting green set up, bag and card storage. We'll talk more about that. Uh, lots of things coming up here in the next uh, few days at the Southern Hills uh, Golf Course as well. We'll tell you about that as uh, the show rolls on. But uh, a lot of sports talk, a lot of uh, postseason play going on right now. Again, the football and volleyball, the two uh, remaining teams that are uh, left uh, as far as uh, the postseason is concerned. And we're getting into the, the final stages. Yeah, we had a cross-country uh, state meet on the, uh, last Friday, and uh, I was there. It was hot, uh, unusual 
hot, I guess, for, for an October, late October meet, but um, it, it, that became a factor later in the, uh, in the races for classes C and D. But uh, early on in the day, we had class B and uh, Hastings High kind of finished where they were sort of expecting to finish as far as the boys went. They, uh, they finished fourth as a team. Austin Carrera, um, you know, one of the top runners in the state in class B, he finished fourth um, individually. On the girls' side, uh, Sophia Reynolds was, was eighth. She's a freshman, really impressed, really impressive freshman year, and uh, she, she was shocked by her 10th place finish. She did not expect to be uh, where she was when she crossed the finish line, but um, a good, good way to end her freshman year. And uh, Zia Lagunas, another freshman for the girls, she was 21st, and the girls took sixth overall for, uh, for Hastings High. So that was Class B. In, in Class C, we had kind of a disappointing day for, for the Tribland area. Minden was kind of... Uh, a top 10 team talked about going into it. They, they had some high hopes. Sam Cedarberg was seated 11th um, going into the race. He was hoping to finish in that top uh, 15 to medal on the stand. But, uh, but Minden's boys just kind of fell apart. Uh, I don't know if the heat got to him or what was it. Coach Sean Wheelock out there didn't have, really have any answers um, after the race. But their top finisher was a freshman, Gage Thole, and he was in 74th. So kind of a disappointing day for, for Minden by and large. And then uh, on the girls' side, uh, freshman Alexa Warner finished two seconds away from the medal stand. So always tough to, to swallow that. Uh, she finished 16th, and, uh, and I'm sure she'll get, a, get on that in the offseason and improve next year. But um, So that was Class C. And then down in Class D was kind of the most successful region for, uh, for the Tribland. And um, that was uh, Donovan Trumbull, where we interviewed Coach Corey Hatt last week for the uh, for the Tribland Tailgate Talk Show, and he, he obviously spoke highly of his Cardinals, and they kind of backed it up. They didn't get the the gold medal finish they were thinking of on on the boys' side, but uh, on the girls' side, Donovan's um, Anna Fitzgerald finished third, so in imp- one place improvement from last season. Um, she'll be back as a senior next year and, and try for that gold medal, but. Um, on the boys' side, they had a kind of a record day. They had two medalists, and, and Corey Hatt, the coach, couldn't really remember any time that they'd had two medalists in the same meet um, on the boys' side at, at State. So historic performance there. Uh, the top finisher for the uh, Donovan team was Kayser Johnson. He was sixth, uh, and he's a, he's a freshman running on a torn ACL. So I don't know how you handle a cross-country course wow. as hilly as Kearney Country Club on a torn ACL, but uh, he sure did it, ran most of the year with that. And then uh, Tysios was 14th to kind of round things out um, over there. So one last note, Axtell's Keaton Cole was 12th uh, in, in the Class D boys race. That was a career best for him after failing to, to finish, uh, almost failing to finish last year. He was 100th. He fell during his race last season, but finished 12th this year. So... Um, that was cross country. That was uh, it. Was a long day. It's hot. Lots of sunscreen. Lots of dehydrated runners. Uh, there's some puking, some passing out. It's it's, it's quite the spectacle, Mike. I'll tell you what. Uh, state cross country in years past, it's either 90 degrees or it's uh, 30 degrees with a wind chill of minus 10. It's been that type of a uh, kind of an event here. It's either hot or you're going to put up with the elements. It's tough when you're out there running around cross country. Those guys, uh, they put on a heck of a show there. And like I said, the, the weather conditions always have a lot to do with uh, maybe some of their performances. Yeah, and I think just one more note on that, too, is in Class D girls, uh, there was a chance to have a four-time medalist that would have been uh, Crofton's Jordan Aarons. Uh, she was going to be, the, or she was trying to be the fourth runner all time to uh, win uh, four golds at the uh, state meet. And she would have joined elusive, or, uh, exclusive company with uh, with. 
one Shauna Jones of Hastings uh, way back in the day, but um, couldn't couldn't pull it off. Aaron's, I think the weather got to her. She she finished in, in the 40s or something like that, but uh, kind of an upset there in, in Class D. She was expected to finish highly, so that weather probably had a factor in that as well. All right, so uh, state cross country was uh, last Friday in Kearney. State volleyball is the other sport that uh, is not state volleyball, but uh, postseason volleyball is uh, going on right now. Hastings High is playing Northwest tonight in the finals of the B7 tournament up in Grand Island. Tigers beat McCook in five games last night while the Vikings took care of Lexington. So the first serve is uh, just right about now, 6 o'clock up at uh, Grand Island Northwest. Other action uh, last night, Grand Island Central Catholic claimed the C-1-8 championship with a win over Adams Central. Wood River won uh, the C-2-9 crown with a victory over Hastings St. Cecilia. And some other games, Carney Catholic kind of surprised uh, Minden in the uh, sub-district final last night. The first loss of the season for the Whippets. They are now 32-1 and on the season, but uh, obviously they're going to move on to play in the district final coming up. Uh, later on this week, Kennesaw also uh, winners last night over Silver Lake. Shelton defeated uh, Lawrence Nelson in some other turn of a play. You guys have been following uh, a lot of uh, sub-district volleyball. What's been going on? Uh, what have you guys uh, seen in sub-district volleyball? Oh, I was at Kennesaw last night covering uh, the D16 um, tournament. and Kennesaw and Silver Lake played. This is their third time uh, this season they played. Um, back in mid-September, those guys played in five sets, and uh, Kennesaw had to come back from two sets to nothing down in that contest and came back and won it in five. And then just a couple weeks ago at the Twin Valley Conference Tournament, um, they beat Silver Lake in a consolation match. And then last night, Kennesaw took the home crowd to his advantage and came away with a, a 3 nothing sweep over Silver Lake. This is Kennesaw's first district um, championship appearance in three years. And this is the first time under um, its new head coach, too. So pretty exciting for Kennesaw. No seniors on this team, guys. No seniors. So look out for the Blue Devils next year because they might make a deeper run next year if, if, if things can go well for them. All right, so what's uh, coming up? They had these sub-districts uh, last night and tonight. They'll move on to uh, district championship games coming up this weekend. And the winners of the district championship games will play in the uh, state volleyball tournaments uh, beginning uh, next week. And by the way, we'll throw this in right now. Because of the state volleyball tournament, our show next week is going to be on Monday. So we're going to have a Monday show next week instead of Wednesday. So as you guys get ready for a state volleyball, we'll have a, a Monday show next week. It begins at 6 o'clock. We'll be at the Eagles Club in uh, downtown Hastings next uh, Monday night. So that's uh, what's going on. Anything else in uh, sub-district volleyball that we want to touch on? Obviously, Adam Central has had a great year, but they lose against a, a traditional power in Grand Island Central Catholic. Hastings High is still alive, and uh, Hastings Saints, is say, they, they lose uh, last night as well to a, a very good team. So area teams are still kind of alive here as we try to get them in the uh, state volleyball tournament next week. Yeah, absolutely. And like you mentioned, I mean, Hastings High playing uh, in the sub-district finals right now. I got to see him last night. They went down two sets to nothing early to McCook, a team they had just played the week prior. Uh, and they, they looked weary, I guess. Uh, it took them a little while to wake up. And uh, Allison Susie, she said her team really builds as the match goes on. And if it gets to that fifth set, she said that's where they really thrive. And that happened last night. They, they really woke up in middle of the third or so kind of cruised through the fourth and cruised through the short and fifth 
Uh, I think it was 15-7, to seven, but, I mean, they looked really good as the, the match went on, and so they were really hoping that they don't get down to the Viking or to Northwest that way. Uh, she said if they do, it's going to be a little harder to come back against them. But, uh, I mean, they looked good, so I'm excited to see how this one plays out tonight. Well, well, you're listening to the uh, Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. We are live tonight at the uh, Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. A lot of uh, big things uh, coming up here. The, the golfing season might be uh, coming to a, a close here in the next uh, couple of weeks because of the weather situation. Not the clubhouse here at the Southern Hills Golf Course. We're going to stay open uh, throughout the winter. In fact, uh, coming up on uh, Thursday tomorrow, you can join them for a Big Mac sliders here at the uh, clubhouse. They're going to be uh, playing pitch, and they're going to have uh, football, obviously, on with NFL football, there's a bunch of big... If you haven't been out here for a while, you owe it to yourself to come on out. You don't have to be a member to uh, come on out and enjoy the uh, life and times here at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. They've got big screens, TVs. They've got the sporting... Do you want to learn the secret to becoming a published author in a few easy steps? Here's all it takes with help from Dorrance Publishing. For over 100 years, we've assisted individuals like you to fulfill their dreams of becoming a published author. When you call right now, you'll be assigned your own personal consultant who will help you through the entire book publishing and design process. Then, your book goes into production. It gets promoted, distributed, and finally, made available where books are sold. If you've got a book idea, call Dorrance Publishing right now for a free consultation. We'll help get your great idea out of your head, on paper, printed, and sold. It's a free, easy call. We're trusted by thousands of book authors just like you. So don't wait another day. Call now. 800-847-1362 That's 800-847-1362 800-487-1362 one three six two. Imagine learning about radio and being mentored by true radio events on uh, throughout the uh, the spring and the summer and the uh, fall. He's up actually after volleyball, which is at the golf sports gang. You can get uh, good food here. People enjoying uh, dinner here. I know they got uh, trash can nachos here. They got trash can nachos. They've just recently added that to their uh, menu. Lots of great things. So if you're looking for a dinner, come on out here to the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. You know, speaking of Husker football, if you do come out to Southern Hills tonight, we do have a drawing for some Husker tickets. Uh, playing Purdue this weekend, so come down, register for those. We're going to draw at the end, uh, and so those are up for grabs right now. All right, so uh, if you're willing to go to the Husker football game on uh, Saturday, come on down. we got got free tickets. We'll be giving those away before we get out of here uh, later on tonight. So anyway, I know you guys were busy over the weekend. We were too with the high school football on uh, Friday night. What did you guys cover? What did you see uh, Friday night? Well, Thursday night I was up at uh, Osceola with BDS, and what a comeback that was. Osceola was on them, and then BDS came back in the third and fourth quarter to – Score a late touchdown with 21 seconds left to to upset Osceola and ruin one of my picks for last week. Believe it or not, I think Mike did. I believe you took Osceola too, if I remember right. Yeah, I think I was in Osceola last week. Well, we'll get to the picks here in a yeah. little bit. It's it's good news though, Marcus, because uh, now we can talk about two people being below me. You and uh, Laura Beam are now below me in the standings. I made a little bit of a move. And I'm, uh, I got my sights set now for maybe the mid-pack before uh, the season wraps up here. I was telling these guys right before you went on the air, 
I'm predicting I'm going 13 and 0 this week. Wow, record. Right wow. Now. Good luck, my friend. Good well, luck. It's well, very well. hard to go undefeated. But yeah. Then also, I did cover every game at vcin.com. Alongside Adam Burke, Harvard, Wilcox Hildreth. Uh, Wilcox, Wilcox Hildreth is one of the better teams in, in six-man football, and so and it showed they're at 56 to eight at half, and end up being 66-16 by the end of it. So, um, look out for the Falcons here in six-man here coming up here this week because they got a pretty good test this week as well. All right, Friday night I, I covered uh, Hastings Saint Cecilia with Donovan Trumbull at historic Duncan Field. Always a, a great time to go out to a uh, Duncan Field to cast uh, football. What a rushing attack for the Hawks that night against the Donovan Trumbull. They had like a three guys over a hundred yards. They had a couple of guys nearing two hundred yards. They just ran the football. I think they threw the ball six times against the Donovan Trumbull. Uh, the Donovan quarterback was uh, injured at halftime of that ball game, so the Cardinals didn't have a, a whole lot of offense in, in the second half. And St. Cecilia really dominated the uh, second half of that ball game. They go on to an easy win, but what a rushing attack for Clint Head and the uh, the Hawks last uh, Friday night against uh, Donovan Trumbull. They got a tough test in the uh, state playoffs uh, coming up this week. They got U-Tan uh, in the opening round. Kind of a slow start for Don, or for St. Cecilia last week, though, right? I mean, it was a tight game that first half. What was it 13-13 or something? Yep, at at halftime, it was uh, tied up, and then uh, uh, Donovan Trumbull's quarterback sustained an injury uh, early in the third quarter. He was out the rest of the way, did not return, and and they were a completely different team. They had a sophomore quarterback in there. They were a completely different team. St. Cecilia rolled in that one, and they rolled right into the uh, state playoffs for this week. I I had vacation time, and so I didn't cover a game, but I was paying attention to that one, especially uh, I had seen St. Cecilia lose to Fillmore Central. Fillmore Central goes into the playoffs unbeaten, but the thing, like you said, that stood out was that rushing attack. They had just 22 yards against Fillmore Central, and then they go off for 488 against Donovan Trombo. So I, it, it's good to see the Blue Hawks bounce back with that kind of effort and get things rolling again on the ground. Really, the, the big sporting event uh, over the weekend was uh, was volleyball with uh, Nebraska beating uh, Wisconsin. That was a heck of a match, Will. Yeah, I was uh, pretty lucky to be in attendance that night. And 9,198 people, man, that was, uh, that was something special. 1,200 students, I think. And that's what uh, Coach Cook, Coach John Cook, was like most excited about was how many students there were. He celebrated with the students after the match. He, they gave away these uh, red cowboy hats um, as a giveaway for the students. And, and Cook was you know asking for one after the match threw it on you know and that was one of the better pictures that i've seen and um just good to see him get out and and interact with the students but yeah it was a it was a great match um it drew more tv viewers than the uh, husker football game so that was some news that came out yesterday and i think uh you know, volleyball's making some waves, obviously, with, with what they've done. I, I, Cook in his presser yesterday even said, uh, you know, he threw some shade and said that the, the volleyball team owns the stadium record at Memorial Stadium for, uh, for attendance. So um, some, some good, good fun humor there. But, um, yeah, I mean, Harper Murray was, was really the difference maker, I think, in the, in the fifth set for the Huskers. Uh, had seven kills on nine swings. You know, she had kind of an up-and-down match. She's a freshman. You know, the Huskers have five freshmen. They don't have a senior. Everyone knows that who's been following the team. But um, just a big win for them to get. I mean, they, they obviously hadn't beat Wisconsin since 2017. Uh, at a 10-match losing streak against the Badgers. And then overcame, of all things, 44 attack errors uh, and 12 blocks in the second set alone. So um, a big win for, for the Huskers. they got to go to Madison and play them, but, uh, but they'll control their own destiny probably as far as the Big Ten race goes. So 
Uh, that was a, it was a fun one to be at. Doesn't top the uh, the volleyball day in Nebraska by any means, but but a good good match between number one and number two last week. All right, so that's uh, kind of what's uh, going on with uh, the Huskers as Husker volleyball continues to roll on. Now the uh, nation's number one ranked team. They got to play this weekend. Now it is uh, John Cook trying to reel the team in and trying to keep them uh, focused on this weekend after picking up some emotional wins this week. Obviously the the big one against uh, Wisconsin, but now you got to kind of reel the uh, the players in and, and keep them focused for this weekend. You got to get up for every match. It doesn't matter who you're playing, and uh, that's as coach speak as it gets right there. But it you know it doesn't matter if it's Wisconsin or if it's Omaha or if it's you know South Dakota State, whoever it is. You got to got to play your top ball and, and stay at your level and, and continue to improve. So. Huskers, I think, have done that. They've answered every bell so far, and, and Saturday was another example. Again, we're uh, live tonight at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings, uh, Central Nebraska's premier 18-hole golf course. Uh, come on out and try that. There's still uh, some time to enjoy golf. Maybe not this weekend, but we're going to have some uh, days ahead here that you can actually uh, get on the course. You don't have to be a member to play here. Come on out, get on the course, and uh, try your skills one of the best golf courses around, the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. And again, they got the newly remodeled clubhouse here at the Southern Hills. And as we mentioned, they're not going to close down just because it's winter. When the snow's flying outside, come on in. Enjoy all the great food here at the Southern Hills Golf Course. They've got lots of things on the menu you can enjoy each and every night. All your favorite beverages are here and more. So come on in to the Southern Hills Golf Course and he sings for a guaranteed good time. So anyway, the the rest of the week, guys, we've got uh, we've got to obviously a volleyball coming up. We've got a state high school football playoffs on Friday night. Some interesting games coming up for uh, the state high school football playoffs, especially uh, I think all all three Hastings teams are going to be met with uh, some interesting matchups this weekend. For sure, yeah, and uh, two of them are uh, rematches in. Adam Central playing Aurora and Hastings playing Seward. But both those are going to be especially fun. It, it's always hard to beat a team twice. But, uh, you know, Adam Central beat Aurora during the regular season, and so that should be fun. I'm really looking forward to that Hastings versus Seward matchup. Uh, to me, the, both teams have played five games since then. Hastings has been 4-1, and one, and they've dominated. I mean, averaging 34.6 points per game during that stretch, allowing 15.6 points per game and Seward is three and two so I mean they've kind of been they've both been doing well but Seward is you know I guess Hastings is really raising its level in my opinion to finish this and they got a nice winning streak going into this game well we'll get to the picture in just a little bit but I'm I'm on that Hastings high for this week Tigers have been playing extremely well here late in the season Seward has stumbled a couple of times I think the Tigers have the momentum I think they go to Seward and uh, beat uh, the Blue Jays on Friday night. That's the game, uh, by the way, we'll have on Extreme Sports beginning at uh, 7 o'clock, 6.45 for the pregame. I think that's a game that uh, the Tigers can win, and uh, that'll be a tough one on uh, Friday, but I think Hastings can win that game. Adam Central has got the the game with uh, Aurora coming up. We'll talk with the coach here in just a couple of minutes. Adam Central was able to beat Aurora earlier this year, 21-19. What about the rematch? Tough to beat a team twice in one season. Yeah, I was at that first game, and I, I really was impressed with Adam Central's um, play in the run game. They, uh, they dominated the line. They had a nice outing by, uh, by Nick Conant and Jaden Teichmeyer, who 
both kind of ran for about the same amount of yards and, and had some big uh, big moments, big scores. I was really impressed with the maturity that, that Techmeyer scored that or showed that night. Uh, that was the, the most I'd seen out of him this season. So um, it's going to be a big rematch. I think Aurora is going to come in there hungry, obviously, and, and Adam Central is going to try and defend its, its home turf once, once more. But um, either way, it's going to be a fun game, and, and it's going to be a football weather. That'll be an Adam Central home game on Friday night, seven o'clock. You can come out here to the Southern Hills Golf Course and uh, and uh, watch it on stream if you want to enjoy your favorite beverages out here. You can watch it on stream. They'll have it on uh, one of their big screens out here at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. Then you've got uh, Hastings Saint Cecilia against Utan. Uh, Utan, a team that we don't see uh, normally week in and week out. Guys, uh, what have you heard about Utan? Uh, yeah, it looks like they have a pretty balanced uh, balanced attack. They have a, I think they have a sophomore quarterback, and they have a pretty young running back too. So, um, you know, it looks like a balanced effort offensively. Um, they haven't uh, given up a ton of points. You know, they they play good defense, and um, you know, Saint Cecilia, as we as we mentioned a little earlier, I mean, they had that uh, loss to Carney Catholic where they were injured. They had the loss to, to Fillmore in the big game. Uh, they got a bounce back win, you know, uh, last week, but. Um, Kind of two teams that are maybe trending in opposite directions. St. Cecilia's going to have to defend its home turf as well, just like Adam Central is going to have to. UTAN has a couple losses, but, I mean, they're t- tough competition. Bishop Newman, which St. Cecilia did beat uh, by four, uh, scoring a late touchdown in that one in the closing seconds. But uh, UTAN lost to Bishop Newman at Bishop Newman's place. And then they also lost at eight and one Malcolm by a single score. So, I mean, both games that they lost, they were in there. And so this is going to be a tough one for the Blue Hawks. Uh, Saints and Saints sustained an injury last week to uh, the number one wide receiver in uh, Jensen Anderson. He will not uh, return for this game. How much of an impact is that going to have on the uh, the Saints and Saints offense? They only threw the ball six times against uh, Donovan Trumbull, but there's going to be some cases where Saints and Saints is going to have to throw the ball. How much of an impact is uh, Jensen Anderson's absence going to be? I mean, he's he's about everything for for that team. I mean, they have a really good attack with, you know, Chase Evans at, at quarterback. He slings the ball. He runs the ball well. Quinn Rosno was was back healthy last week, but Anderson. I mean, I think he punts. I think he he's kind of like what Carson Kudlacek was. You know, not a quarterback, but you know, he he punts. He kicks. He, you know, he's fast. You know, yeah, scores well, a lot. When the Hawks want to stretch the field, they always go to Jensen Anderson. With him absent out there. Who, who does Saints say go to? They've got some wide receivers that can catch the ball, but that Anderson is the guy that really stretches the field for him. Yeah, it's tough when you lose a leader like that. I mean, uh, we talked about everything he does on the field, but just the intangibles. I mean, having a guy that you can trust back there, and somebody's going to have to step up, that's for sure. And like you mentioned, I mean, they love to run the ball, but when they need a big play, he's the guy that gets that for them. All right, so those are the, the three schools from Hastings. All in the state playoff mode. I like that. All three of them get into the state playoffs. Feather in the cap. Kudos for the uh, Hastings sports teams, huh? Yeah, good. Good for the try or good for the the Queen City uh, getting getting all three of its teams in there. And obviously, we've got plenty of area action going on too. Uh, I'll be at I'll be at that Hastings Seward match in in Friday or on Friday night. So looking forward to that one. But uh, another game I had earmarked was the Sandy Creek and Weeping Water game. Um, you know. It should be a should be a good matchup. Uh, Sandy Creek has scored the most points in eight man football this season at 558. Uh, learned that this morning, so um, was surprised to hear that. But I know they've they've had some big outings and um, really I don't, I don't want to say a soft schedule. They've played some tough teams, but EMF is obviously the one that stands out, and they won in in triple overtime. But then you got Weeping Water on the other side that uh, that has kind of two lopsided losses early in the year. 
Um, but they, outside of those, they, don't, they only allowed 49 points in, the, in its six regular season wins. So uh, they gave up 30, or excuse me, they gave up 28 last week to Thayer Central. Uh, but I think it's going to be a, a good, good offense versus a good defense, and, and we'll see what uh, the Cougars and Indians bring us on Friday night. What else uh, in the Treb land that kind of uh, stands out here for the opening round of the, the state playoffs this week, guys? Uh, I, I know we were at Fillmore Central a couple of weeks ago. They're undefeated. They have a game coming up Friday night. Uh, what else we got on the docket? What really uh, strikes us as uh, uh, premier games in the, uh, the first round of the state playoffs? I would say probably EMF and Shelby Rising City. Um, Shelby Rising City just came off kind of a blowout loss from Cross County, which we were talking about Sandy Creek here just a few minutes ago. Um, that's if, if the brackets play out right in the higher seeds, when Sandy Creek will have to go play Cross County um, here next week. But that Shelby Rising City EMF game might be one to take a look at because Shelby Rising City play, has played a pretty tough schedule this year, really. They really have, and EMF has um, had that one uh, – Really tough loss to Sandy Creek like earlier this year in that three overtime loss to him. So I think that EMF Shelby Rising City game it's the one that kind of stands out to me a little bit. Nick? Yeah, there's some tough ones. I mean, it's it's interesting that we're in the second round and usually we're used to still seeing some blowouts in that eight man you know field. But I, there are some pretty good matchups like we talked about earlier. You're going to have to show up to play, and uh, I think that reseeding kind of helped eliminate some of that. But uh, there are some tough ones. Lawrence Nelson came off the upset. Of Elgin Public, Pope John. It's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, it is. But uh, they got the win there, and so they'll be traveling uh, to play South Loop. And then BDS also came away with an upset. We talked about last week just how many teams we had kind of up against the tough schedule and not hosting that first round, but they were able to come overcome that and uh, get the road wins, and they're still playing. Lawrence Nelson. And last year, they did the exact same thing. They were not expected to do a whole lot in the state playoffs. They, they just kept winning. Brian Blevins and the crew down there at Lawrence Nelson, they, they just win. When they get to the state playoffs, all they do is win. So don't count Lawrence Nelson out here in the uh, state playoffs either. Yeah. yeah. I was going to talk a little bit of geography here. If you guys want to talk about some mileage some of these teams got to put on this week, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, Scott's Bluff goes to York in Class B. Um, Let's see. Ogallala has to go to Auburn. Shattern goes to Ashland Greenwood. Um, that's C1. C2, it's um, the one that really sticks out. Mitchell has to go to Bishop Newman in C2. Yeah, that's a little road that's, trip there. Uh, Chase County has to go to Malcolm uh, in Class D1. Um, not much there. I mean, I mean, pretty. I'd say pretty close for a lot of teams. Um, Bridgeport. Oh, actually, I should say Bridgeport has to go to Crofton. On Friday afternoon, that is, a jaunt. is a jaunt, and I'll get to this one here in a minute. Um, D two, um, uh, Lawrence Nelson. We just talked about has to go to South Loop on Friday. Um, Howells Dodge has to go to Ainsworth. Um, Axtell has to go to Humphrey St. Francis. Mullen's got to make that long trip, like Silver Lake did last week. Has to go up to Why Not, and then Class D two. If anybody is really familiar with Nebraska. The longest trip this week is the team from Sioux County out in Harrison. They had to make the eight-hour trek to Pawnee City. That is the longest road trip in the state of Nebraska this week. Um, Garden County goes to Wilcox-Hildreth. Stewart goes to Southwest, which is in Bartley. Um, Red Cloud goes out to Potter. Um, 
Hampton goes out to Hay Springs, and Shelton goes out to Arthur County. So a lot of miles this week for the for the bus drivers. All right, so that's uh, what's going on in the uh, state high school football playoffs again uh, Friday night uh, is where all the action is uh, going to be. Well, we'll talk some uh, playoff uh, picks coming up here. Russ Batenhorst is going to be our uh, our guest predictor this week. By the way, tonight we're uh, live with the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings in the clubhouse at the Southern Hills Golf Course. Again, uh, they've got great food here. Pizza is the number one thing. You can get all kinds of uh, pizza, single-topping pizzas like uh, pepperoni and hamburger and cheese and sausage. They've got the specialty pizza uh, with veggie and the all-meat. They've got Supreme with a cheeseburger. They've got the Philly cheesesteaks, chicken ranch, which I had the other night when I was out here, barbecue chicken, jalapeno pepper uh, pizza. Come on out, enjoy pizza. The number one place, if you're looking for uh, some good pizza, that's the uh, Southern Hills Golf Course. Again, come on out, watch the Adam Central football game on the live stream on uh, Friday night at their ball game with the uh, Aurora Huskies. Enjoy your favorite beverage, grab yourself some pizza. No better way to do it, huh? other than uh, make a stop here at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. Let's get to our uh, prep picks here. Russ Batenhorst is going to be our guest predictor. And I just, want to, uh, I just want to bring out here that I'm no longer second to the last in our uh, Hastings Tribune predictions. I went 9-2 and two last week, guys. I went 9-2 and two this week. Nick and I, we tied for the uh, top spot at 9-2. and two. Let's hear it. This guy wants an award. Yeah. 9-2 nine, nine and two and it still didn't catch you up? No, no. I've been so far behind. Okay. I've been so far behind. But, yeah, I went 9-2 and two last week. Uh, Will and Marcus, you guys went 7-4. and four, And uh, Marcus is now... Very happy that Laura Beam is in the contest because Laura is still in last place. And Marcus, you are one game ahead of a Laura Beam for last place here in our Tribune contest. But that's why we bring on uh, Russ Batenhorst oh, yeah. again, longtime uh, sports anchor for the uh, TV station, uh, a morning uh, news anchor for a long, long time. Russ, good to see you again, my good, man. Good to be out here. Thanks for asking me out. You know, Will mentioned earlier whether I'd done sports. I said, well, yeah, you said you mentioned Shauna Jones earlier and used the phrase back in the day. <laughs> I covered Shauna Jones back <laughs> oh, no. in the day. So that's, uh, that shows you the sports was way back. I'm, I'm hoping, the, hoping the guys that remember me from doing sports have had their grandkids teach them how to stream stuff so that they can listen tonight. Well, what have you, you been doing uh, since you officially retired. I tell you what, I wish I could say, oh, I got this great hobby and I'm building something in the backyard and I'm doing all this, but I'm just been kind of sitting around. You're sitting on your butt, haven't you? You've been busy, though. Yeah, you're just sitting on your butt, haven't you, Russ? Oh, every, 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 uh, you know, to-do list, it just gets checked off like crazy. Well, I know your wife's got a long list. Yeah, she she keeps me running. But the other, just enjoying the good life. It looks like the to-do list this week was uh, some research because... This this was this afternoon, or this morning, actually. I did this kind of real quick. That's extensive information. We had Randy said last week. Yeah, the the first five uh, guest predictors didn't come on with uh, nearly as much knowledge as you. You've got to uh, written down here, so I'm anxiously uh, waiting for your picks here, buddy. Let's, uh, well, and then I pick the favorites most of the time. So like, <laughs> yeah. How smart is that? So. All right, so let's uh, get to the uh, three city uh, schools first of all, shall we? Uh, 
Uh, let's start off with uh, the Hastings Eye game. The Hastings Eye going on the road playing at Seward for the uh, second time this season. The Blue Jays beat the Tigers earlier this year. Russ, how do you, how do you see it come Friday night? You know, and, and looking at this, I've, I've picking home teams almost exclusively a lot of ways down the right, but, but I'm also a big fan of momentum. And with Hastings High winning three in a row and, and Seward's, you know, yeah, they won that earlier game, but they, they, they only beat Gretton East by four the other day. You know, and, and that's a brand new school. So I, I'm kind of thinking maybe a three-game winning streak over a team that's squeaked by Gretna East may be a little better. I'll go Hastings high. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think Hastings has the momentum. I think they're playing very well right now, and I'm picking them on the road. No shade to, to Charlie Shoemaker over there. We're going to have him on in a little bit, but uh, I'm, I'm on the Blue Jays out Uh-oh. on Seward. Oh, I'm on, I'm on the Tigers. I think a momentum of the Tigers are yeah. playing well here at the end. I think Hastings goes in to Seward and uh, bl- uh, beats the Blue Jays on Friday night. I think Marcus had Seward too, so you're not going to gain any ground on him there. So. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I will because he's got Seward. I got Hastings High, so yeah, That's look right. out. I'm a, there we go. There we go. There's one of my games I'm going to pick up. All right, Adams Central, they're going to be playing at home against the Aurora Huskies. Another rematch. The Huskies uh, beat Adams Central earlier this year, 21-19. How do you see it? Yeah, Aurora allows a lot of points, you know, and, and with, with AC having a little bit better defense, I think. And the, the first game, Aurora's got the tougher schedule. I'll give them that. But their scores to Fairbury here recently have been real, were real similar. I just think the first time they played, I was impressed with, with Adam Central's line play. I thought that you know, they had a really good running game that night, and a lot of it was because of the line play. I thought both sides of the ball. So I'll go with the, the, the big horses up front, the guys that have their hand on the ground, and I'll give AC the, a slight edge. Tough to beat a team uh, twice in one season. I'm going to go with the Aurora Huskies this week. I just think uh, Aurora will be waiting for Adam Central. I know the Patriots have got some... Uh, some health concerns coming into this ball game. I like the Huskies to maybe upset the Patriots this week. Like you said, tough to beat a team twice. I picked Aurora last time, so I'm trying to help Josh Lewis out over here by picking him again. So we'll see if that works. I've, I've kind of been a been an opposite for uh, for Adam Central this year. Whoever I've you know I've taken against them, Adam Central's won. So you know, in 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 the light of that, I'm taking Aurora again. And I, I think I was at that first game, like I said earlier, and. And so, uh, you know, no, no shade to my buddy Josh Lewis. I played a lot of golf with him, hung out with him a lot, and uh, I'm on the Huskies. All right, St. Cecilia has got a game against UTAN. No one knows anything about UTAN, do they? Anybody do any research on UTAN? I just picked St. Cecilia because I know nothing about UTAN. Well, and, and there's something to that. I mean, they obviously haven't been in the playoffs very much or we'd know something about them, you know. It, 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 so you kind of figure... Schools, a lot of times in that area of the state, you give a little bit of an edge, but I'm trying to see what if I learned anything about them. But they lost to Newman, St. Cecilia beat them. I know you guys mentioned that earlier, so that's a, a, you know good enough for me. I, I, so I got to go with my son's alma mater. Yeah, I'm, I'm being a, home, a hometown homer, I guess, and going with all three of the hometown schools. I'll say St. Cecilia's. I did take UTAN in this one. I think they played a very tough schedule from top to bottom. And, uh, I mean, just uh, seeing St. Cecilia, yeah, their offense – struggled to get anything going against Fillmore Central. It was good to see him bounce back, but uh, in this one, I'm, I'm going with the road team again. I, uh, I am concerned with the, uh, the injury to Jensen Anderson, a wide receiver, and, and how Saints is a, uh, if they, they get in a position where they're going to have to throw the football, who they're going to throw it to. So we'll see how they adopt to, to adapt to that uh, situation. We'll see, I'm, 
Jensen Wish you would have told me that earlier. Yeah, Jensen, he was out for a couple of games uh, earlier in the season, like midseason. Saints just say uh, performed all, all right. So we'll see what happens. But that's just uh, in the back of my mind that you got one of your top players sitting on the sidelines. But I still want Saints to say because I know nothing about UTAN. They've still got Dawson Kissinger. He's yep. been you know, the, the workhorse, I think, in, in that absence. So uh, I'm on the Blue Hawks. All right, what else are we got? Um, Texas isn't willing to do that. They did it a little bit towards the end of the series, but they want to drop bombs. Uh, Texas has got to play baseball the way they played the second half of the last game because uh, that's the way Arizona plays for nine innings because they have to. But I think it, it means nothing, but I think Texas should be favored. Yeah. Yeah. So what about real quick here? we got about a minute left. In terms of the MVP, you got any thoughts on you know who might step up here and, and wind up? You got Adolis Garcia five to one, Corey Seager plus five fifty. Oh, you got a World Series MVP. Carroll, oh, yeah, 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 take a piece. Um, well, it's not Simeon. Cross him out. Like the way he's swinging right now, it's not his style. Moreno crossed him out. Zach Gallon crossed him out. We're never going to give it to pitchers because they're not allowed to go past five. So any pitcher awful is gone. Uh, Seager has to up better. Cattell Marte, no chance ever. Um, <laughs> It just he's just not a good hitter, right? I mean, it has to be Corbin. If the Diamondbacks are going to win, it's Corbin Carroll, right? Like he has to be the guy who the catalyst of everything. And Marte, what? You're just going to want to see home runs, man. Yeah, I, it, you're right. Like I would say on the other side, it's going to be Garcia, or I would say the shortstop. And I think that probably the shortstop Seager would have an edge on that for them. We're not going to give it to a pitcher. All right, sorry. You said you believe the Rangers should be the favorite. Do yeah. they win the World Series, Josh? Six, five. <laughs> What's the coin say? Yeah, yeah, they will. They will. Rangers win the world. Hi, everyone, and welcome. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. They'll tell you if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 800-905-7124 now. I'm here with spokesman for the firm, John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call in. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here with you. We always enjoy answering the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident that was not your fault, give us a call right now. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions and tell you how much your case is potentially worth. Call 800-905-7124. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now to speak with a live agent for free. Call 800-905-7124. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Wake up, Cole! Belichick has signed a multi- You are locked into extreme sports. The world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill in Hastings is celebrating 25 years. 25 years because of all of you. 25 years of good food, great service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere. Bullseye's is open six days a week for lunch and dinner. Stop in today and see why we are world-famous. Our burgers, steaks, and wings, along with a drink menu with something for everyone. To everyone in the Adams County area, thank you for making us world-famous and for 25 years. Come see us today across from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Challenge. 
It's not something you shy from. It's a chance to up your game. Every day brings a new challenge. But with the Enhanced Channel Seed brand on your side, you can rise to it. With our top-performing seed, innovative digital tools, and expanded agronomic support, you can turn tomorrow's challenges into your next advantage. Your Enhanced Channel Seed brand. Let's rise to the challenge. Learn more at channel.com slash rise. Read and follow pesticide label directions. Garden County's got to come a long ways, and Western teams tend to start to lose to Eastern teams this time of year, so Wilcox Hildreth. I agree. I took Wilcox Hildreth as well. And both teams have played a tough, tough competition. Garden County has played a lot of tough teams, but yeah, Wilcox just looks really good. I've seen him play, and I'm going Wilcox. I think everybody's on Wilcox Hildreth. Yep. All right, Red Cloud on the road playing at Potter Dix. So I'll defy my West teams don't do good against East teams here. You know, Red Cloud, three-game losing streak is not a good way to come into the playoffs. And against an unbeaten team, a long bus ride. I mean, the Eastern Wyoming Championship will go to Potter Dix. I think I'm on Potter Dix. All of us are yep. on Potter Dix. All right, Shelton playing at uh, Arthur County. Shelton had that nice win against Harvard, but other than, you know, other than that, they don't do good against good teams, and Arthur's a good team. So Arthur County. Yeah, Arthur County is uh, 8-0 on the season. I think everybody's on uh, Arthur County. Then uh, the Husker game, Purdue playing at Nebraska. Oh, this is the one I least wanted to pick. I, what, Nebraska's, what, two-and-a-half-point favorites? Two-and-a-half, yeah. Every Oh, it's going to be in the rain. It's going to be in the snow. It's going to be in the sleet. It's going to be Husker weather. What do you think, Russ? You lose two offensive linemen in one week, and so every cell brain is telling me to pick Purdue. So let's, let's take Purdue. Yep, I'm right with you. Injuries. That makes three of us, baby. Yep. Go Purdue. Go Boilermakers. I'm on the Huskers this week. I'm on the Huskers. What do you think, guys? Wait, the guys, Huskers? Is that all right? That's all right. No, I wasn't. It wasn't a lot of positive <laughs> things there. Anyway, that's uh, that's uh, the production. Three win game win streak would be nice, but that must be next year's thing. You know, I, I was reading this week. The Huskers have a legitimate chance to win the West. You know what happens every year, though. This happens every year about this time of year. That article comes out, and then they tank. And I'm not. And I don't think this year has the tank characteristics that past teams have had. But that, I wish people would stop writing those articles. <laughs> yeah. but you know, they, they have a legitimate chance to win the West, which means... So does three other teams. So. Yeah, but they're all, they're all crappy. Those teams are bad. <laughs> and then go to the Big Ten Championship and get blitzed by Ohio State, and we'll go to the Citrus Bowl. Then we'll go to the Citrus Bowl. It sounds like you're saying this weekend is a pretty big game. I so think it is. If you want to go, yeah. head down to Southern Hills, register for these free tickets that we're giving away. Yeah, by the way, yeah, come out, out and uh, get registered for free Husker tickets. We'll give those away here in uh, just a little bit. So, Russ, my man, thanks for Thank stopping you guys. by. Always Appreciate a pleasure. It. A lot of fun. Always a Best pleasure. Best of luck to on your picks. You. You know, I, I hate to put my opinion out there in the public, but what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Russ Bain, yeah, Horst, Russ. Uh, Always good to see him, our uh, guest predictor. Again, Monday, we're going to be at the Eagles Club in Hastings. We're going to have a Monday show instead of a Wednesday show next week because of the uh, state volleyball tournament in uh, Lincoln that the guys will all be uh, busy with. So we'll do this thing on Monday night at the Eagles Club in Hastings. We'll get you ready for the uh, state volleyball tournament and then look at the uh, state football playoffs from uh, week number one. So let's talk some uh, Adam Central uh, football. Josh Lewis, the head coach for the uh, Patriots, is going to join us here for a couple of minutes. And, uh, Coach, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, you bet. Uh, Thanks for having me. 
You've got a uh, tough game with the Aurora Huskies, a second meeting of the season between uh, you guys out the uh, Patriot field. What about uh, playing a team for the uh, second time in one year? Yeah, you know, it's always tough uh, when, when you have two good teams playing a second time. It seems like the advantage goes to, to the one that lost the first one, right? They get, a, they get to see more on what they can maybe fix and, and how to attack you and whatnot. But, you know, we've done, we've done our work uh, on our end, and, and I'm sure it'll be another good one. It was a 21-19 ball game uh, the first time around. What do you remember out of that ball game? What about uh, the Huskies? Yeah, you know, uh, they're obviously very talented. Um, Booker Shireman um, can throw the ball off his back foot about 50 yards. So, you know, that's, that's unique and uh, really, really good up front. Um, super, super fast on defense. And, uh, you know, we were able to kind of run at them a little bit uh, last time. And, and we're sure we're going to see maybe something different there. And, uh, but, but just fun, exciting atmosphere. Um, two teams that were really getting after it. And, and uh, it's fun to be part of. You guys uh, wrapped up uh, the regular season with a win at uh, Fairbury the other night. Had to be happy with the way uh, the team uh, finished the season. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, kind of went the way we had hoped and kind of expected. And uh, it's always nice when you start throwing some other guys on the field and, and see what they can do and get a little little bit of an idea of, of them for the future. But uh, also to kind of give guys a break and, and kind of get a little bit of a rest before entering the, the grind of playoffs. Been kind of uh, banged up here toward the end of the season, haven't you? Everybody uh, ready to go for uh, Friday night? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll be ready to roll. Um, Jaden Tegmeyer practiced today, um, looked, looked okay, and uh, Walmeyer's back, and yeah, we're, I think we're ready to roll. Was that McCook game a little bit of a letdown coming after that Aurora high? Yeah, it's tough, right? They always talk about that, that letdown, and, and uh, over the, that weekend, I read a bunch of stuff trying to figure out, you know, how to maybe prevent that. And what I actually found was some stats that that's not a real thing. But uh, it felt pretty real, you know, when we, when we traveled there. But, uh, yeah, you know, you, you come off a game like that, and, and we kind of were flat getting off the bus down there. And, and uh, you know, even, even as flat as we played, we were still there and had a chance and just couldn't quite get over the hump. And, yeah, so it's disappointing, but, you know, we're next week, right? They always say uh, defense wins championships, Coach, and, and your defense has been playing uh, – a spectacular all season long. Talk about those guys on the, the defensive side of the ball. Who's making the plates for you? Yeah, you know, I think Lucas Gabriel, even when he doesn't make plays, uh, he's he's always kind of quarterback of the defense and gets us lined up. And, and you know, schematically, we're pretty simple in terms of what we are, but uh, he does a good job making sure we're lined up. Right? I think a lot of our success comes from that. And then, you know, once we're lined up, we just want to play fast. And, and Lucas does that Evan Frink is one of the fastest guys on our teams and he runs around makes a lot of plays our safeties Waldmeyer has been great about filling uh Jacob Reichstein uh has been a very pleasant surprise uh setting the edge as one of our outsides and, and so yeah the dudes are just you know they're confident in what they're seeing and they just just go play anytime you can have a home playoff game I mean that's got to be a good feeling uh, get get everybody real excited I mean what does that mean to be able to host and you know uh, I guess feel comfortable going into the playoffs yeah sure you know I, um, home is always a comfort comfort right it's like comfort food yeah you just you know you know the routine you know when you got to be there you don't have to ride a bus ride anywhere you don't you're not in a strange locker room everything's familiar and and i think that's important you know as kids are trying to process you know every, it's it's going to be a competitive game so the more the more we can think about the game and less on you know the the oddities of traveling is is be good for us Go ahead. Uh, what about the, the C1 field in general, your, your bracket draw? I know it's one game at a time. You're going to tell me that, but uh, how are you guys are positioned in there in, in Class C1? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some on that one. You know, you usually uh, – uh, I know the coach speak is 1-0, and and I we sat down um, on Monday when we did our film work, and, and I talked about the big picture of the bracket. And 
Um, you know, if, if we're able to get, get Aurora, then it's Ashland likely, right? Likely Ashland, then it's likely Boone and it's Wahoo. And I was like, if you, if you find your way through that, no one can argue you didn't deserve what you got. Um, so, so I kind of started, zoomed out there and, and then you work backward and, and it's one at a time. And that's, that's the message, right? After you talk about the big picture and, and then I, I kind of flipped the script. I said, if you're Aurora, you're looking at the three teams that beat you. So it's not like it's easier for them either. Right. So, so let's, let's try to make sure it's us that has to try to climb that hill. Defensively in that first matchup, how well did you think you guys played against Shireman and his arm? Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, execution-wise, the, the stuff that we talked about trying to do, our kids did a really nice job of, um, you know, we wanted to try to make sure they didn't get a run game established on us. And then uh, when, when he had the ball, we wanted to try to get to him as fast as we could and really, really hammer routes. And, and uh, I, again, they did a really good job, flew around. They knew what they were seeing and, and trusted what they, what they saw. Uh, like you talked about, I mean, the challenges of kind of going over the film and I guess game planning, but I mean, also, you know, as players that, you know, just beat this team not too long ago, what, what do you kind of talk to them about, you know, in terms of getting ready for a rematch? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've talked about is um, the energy that we played with uh, that particular night was different uh, than, than we had played with throughout the season and, and trying to kind of find that again and make sure that, you know, when it's kickoff, we're, we're playing crisp, we're sharp, we're flying around, we're focused. Uh, and, and we're not, you know, bickering about things, whatever it is. We're just all on the same page. We're fighting for each other, trying to, trying to get a team, a team win, because that's what it's going to take. I mean, from here on out, that's what it's going to take. Still practicing barefoot? Uh, yeah, I was out there today, yeah, barefoot. Yep, yep, no big deal. No, it's supposed to snow here soon, I hear. Yeah, yeah, that's game day, so I wear <laughs> shoes on game day, so that's okay. <laughs> when you play a team at Aurora, Coach, uh, they've got the, the kind of the mystique. Aurora's kind of been the, the team to beat. With with the playoffs coming home, uh, obviously you're you're excited to play. But because it's Aurora, is there more a pep in the step that hey, we we got to handle this team this week? Yeah, I mean it, it kind of depends how you look at it, right? It's an opportunity always when you play Aurora. You know, I I think I said last time they were measuring stick game, and and we measured up okay the first time, and and I think it'll be competitive this time. Uh, you know, but but I told them you know a couple of years ago we beat them twice. Uh, in the season and then played them in the playoffs and beat them and, and I, I made it clear this isn't a little brother thing we're not a little brother we're going to go play football and, and uh, again that's, that's where the kids I think they bought into that and, uh, and played very well and, and that'll be the message again you know, we, we've stood toe to toe and we could, we could play well and lose we could play well and win and, and you know, that, that's how playoffs go but uh, we're going to go play well keys in this ball game do you play it any differently from uh, the first time around oh sure yeah I mean I'm sure both of us are going to have little wrinkles here or there that we'll throw in um i think schematically both of us did it i mean we know each other well enough we've seen each other enough over the years that i think i think we kind of know what we want to try to accomplish against each other and i don't see it being too wild or crazy outside of what we've seen before but i'm sure there'll be link wrinkles um, all over the place weather conditions always got to be a concern friday night doesn't look good uh, weather-wise but uh, both teams are going to play, and he just got to suit up and go, huh? Yep, yep. Dress, dress warm and play in the same weather, right? All right, so that's going to be a uh, 7 o'clock start out at the uh, Patriot Field. Adam Central and Aurora playing for the uh, second time this season. Again, you can uh, catch the game. If you uh, can't make it out to uh, the Patriot Field, come out to the Southern Hills Golf Course. They're going to be streaming the game uh, live out here. You can watch it uh, live on one of their uh, big screens TVs out here at the uh, Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. Again, don't forget, uh, they got some things uh, coming up here. Uh, tomorrow night, you can uh, join us for uh, Big Mac Sliders out here at the uh, Southern Hills Golf Course. They're going to have a pitch going on, plus uh, NFL football tomorrow night. Uh, Friday night, the clubhouse is going to open up at noon 
on a Friday afternoon. Husker Volleyball and again live streaming with Adam Central of Football with Aurora beginning at 7. Saturday the clubhouse will open up at noon. Of course Husker Football during the afternoon at 2.30. Husker Volleyball at 7 o'clock Sunday. Four point pitch tournament gets underway on this Sunday at 3. So a lot of uh, good events uh, coming up here at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. And again, don't forget to enjoy their uh, delicious food, pizzas and sandwiches. They've got trash can nachos and uh, everything. Come out and enjoy the food and uh, your favorite beverage here. Anytime the club's going to stay open all winter long here at the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. Another game uh, coming up on a Friday night involving uh, Hastings team will be Hastings High playing at Seward. And Coach Charlie Shoemaker for the Tigers will join us for a couple of minutes. And Coach, uh, the same story, kind of a rematch from uh, earlier this season, a game in which uh, you lost to Seward earlier this year. Yeah, we were actually kind of pleased when we looked at what it could have been uh, as we looked in, at the end of the year. And, and this was probably as good of a draw as we, we feel like we could have had coming in. What about uh, Seward? What uh, strikes you? Uh, what can you remember out of the, the Blue Jays? Well, it, you know, that was week four when we played them, and we feel like we're definitely in a better place than we were in week four and cleaned some things up, and, and we're fully healthy for the most part. So and we feel good about that. And um, we were, man, in that game, I think it was four minutes left, and we were down seven. We had the ball at the 50-yard line, so we, we had an opportunity to, to go down there and at least tie the game or whatever, but uh, we ended up throwing an interception, and they caught one late on us, just kind of running the clock out, but we feel like it's a good matchup, and uh, we just need to play a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, and we'll be okay. Obviously, uh, we talked uh, at the beginning of the show about uh, Hastings High and the momentum that you guys have uh, seen to be building here at the end of the season. What's been the story here the past uh, couple of weeks for you guys? I, I mean, it's been kind of weird, but you know, the first first four games you know we kind of bounced back and forth a little bit frustrating at times but we'd play well and and uh and then we'd kind of just kind of hurt ourselves a little bit in some of those games but uh we got to the the meat of our schedule toward the end there and and uh we really started to play well really balanced you know offensively our defense has played great um kind of started with the northwest game you know we lost that one but that was one we we really played well um and just didn't come out on top and then had that come from behind win against scott's bluff that really kind of catapulted us into the rest of the season. You kind of had a, a win-to-get-in sort of scenario last week at, at Gehring, and they played you tough. Uh, what were your takeaways from that game and how you guys grinded that one out? Yeah, you know, we knew that was going to be a challenge. You know, you go all the way out there. There's a lot of factors involved in that. Um, they had played Seward within seven. They'd played almost had Northwest, and so we knew that was not going to be an easy game. And, uh, you know, you get out there, and our, our whole job was to go out there and take care of business and we did that really we controlled the game for the most part um it ended up being a little bit closer probably than it should have been just with some some penalties and things like that i mean it was the most amazing thing i've ever seen i don't know if you guys saw any of it but i mean we had 17 penalties for 155 yards and and i'm i'm usually not one to say anything about officials but it was rough i mean there was some really questionable ones um, they had three penalties, so I don't, I don't think I've seen that happen very often. But uh, we had 367 yards of offense throughout the night, and they only had about 200. So it was it was really a strange game and just kind of a strange night. But our kids did a good job of just playing, and and uh, and we did a good job of getting that win and, and put us in the position we're at right now. If, there, if there's one thing that really uh, pops up 
when we watch you guys, uh, you, you've had some mistakes. You've had some penalties, and you and I have talked about it on some post-game shows uh, throughout the season. Those are the type of things that are kind of magnified uh, when we get to the, the state playoffs. I think those are things that need to be uh, cleaned up here late in the year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I'm not sure if we're built that way, to be honest with you. I think we're going to play the way we play, and, uh, you know, they're going to play hard. Uh, we're going to make mistakes, and, and we just got to make sure we overcome it. But it's definitely something you you got to try to control that. And um, sometimes it's technique. Sometimes it's just maybe not quite the effort and stuff like that. But that really hasn't been the case all year. But they just got to be cleaner. Um, our balance, I think, offensively will help us a lot. You know, Tucker's had a great year throwing the ball. We've got five receivers that have over 20 catches. So we're able to distribute the ball well. And like I said, our defense has really played well. What about the, the Class B field, Coach? Uh, we asked Coach Lewis about the C1 when, when the brackets come out. Do you, do you kind of look at those, or are you just a concern with a game one? You know, really, I mean, it's so deep this year. I mean, if you look down that, we talked about this the last time we talked, but, I mean, there are so many teams that are 5-4, and 6-3. and three. Um, Any given night, anybody could win in Class B. It's really balanced. I think you've got a couple top-notch teams. Um, you know, if we were to win the first game, which is our plan, but uh, we'd go to Waverly. We feel like that's as good of a matchup as you could have in the semifinals. I, I don't, they're probably a number three team. You know, I think Scott and Bennington are probably a little bit above everybody else. Uh, but, you know, if you have the right matchup, I think uh, some good things can happen for you as you go into the playoffs. And, you know, you're just trying to get one at a time and, and uh, play well during that time. How nice was it to control your own destiny kind of those last, you know, three, four games? Yeah, I mean, that's what you want. You don't want to count on anybody else. And, um, you know, we got a little help from a couple teams, but there really wasn't a lot of movement. You know, you kind of had your top four or five going into that last week. Then there was this middle group, and you kind of had a bottom four group. So you kind of knew you were either going to be, you know, that 10 to 13. Um, You definitely didn't want to fall any lower to play one of those top four teams. I think that was important, but... uh, the whole last four or five games, I mean, our kids have done a good job of just prepping on that, that week and making sure we're ready to go and, and playing well. Last time we kind of talked about, I guess, just kind of the growth of this team, you know, after last year, you know, the early struggles, and then you kind of saw something late. And now, I mean, to be in the playoffs this year, just talk about what that means to you and the kids and, I mean, just what you've seen from them as far as how they're handling, you know, this success. Yeah, I mean, our practices have been really good this week. Um, You know, really for these guys, last year, we've talked about last year, we were ineligible last year for the playoffs. You know, and that's kind of tough on kids. You know, you don't really have that end game to to play for. But we kind of took that approach. We knew we had a lot of guys that were going to be coming back the next year. Um, You know, we split time with the quarterbacks last year and trying to figure that whole thing out. In the process, you take some lumps and things like that. But, uh, you know, now we've got guys moved around where they need to be. Uh, they're playing well. Um, our juniors have really played well. Uh, that's been a really good thing to see because, you know, those guys were young sophomores last year, kind of taking their lumps, and that's always tough in, in Class B football and any football. That's just a big jump when you're a sophomore to a senior. But uh, And our seniors have done a good job. And, 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 again, we've stayed healthy for the most part. I think that's really important as you go through it's Hastings and uh, Seward coming up on uh, Friday night, 7 o'clock starting time. We'll have the game here on Extreme Sports beginning at 6.45 on Friday night. Coach, uh, how do we play Seward uh, this week? Any differently from uh, the first time around? Yeah, you know, you spend a lot of time. You, you can kind of watch all their games and, and stuff like that, but really the most important game you watch is the one you played them before, and I think that's, you know, really look at the mistakes that you had. 
Um, you know, you're going to see football's pretty generic when you think about it. I mean, everybody kind of runs their blast and things like that. So people don't really change what they do for the most part. You're trying to correct the things that you, you did wrong the last time. Uh, you know, maybe it's a formation here, and maybe they've changed things because of an injury or something like that. And so you get that in the film study in the last three games. But we went back and really kind of spent more time on our last game with them. You know, what worked well? What are some things we can expose? Maybe understanding their coverages and things a little bit better. Um, you kind of know their personnel, so, I mean, that's going to be a big deal. But for us, it's going to be balance on offense. You know, weather's going to be maybe a factor, but not really. I think it's actually going to be pretty nice. going to be a little chilly. But uh, we're going to need to be, you know, 50-50 run pass and be able to mix that in. And, and defensively, they've got good athletes, so we've got to make sure we're harnessing those guys and, um, and really fly into the ball and, and tackling well. Last time we played them, we had a punt block early in the game. We got down 14 to nothing. Uh, I think at one point we were down 21 to nothing. So our kids did a good job of battling back. It's kind of been our MO a little bit, which is kind of frustrating, but we haven't started out games very well. Uh, you get in a game like this, I think that's going to be really important. You've got to kind of weather that storm early in the game. You know, Ultimately, if you can stay a scoreless game or tied when you're in the first quarter and a half, I think that's really important. We talked about it before, penalties, mistakes. Those are all going to be things that come back to bite you if you don't take care of those. Seward, a team that wants to run the football, what's their MO? What are they trying to do here? Yeah, they do. They want to run the ball. They, they, put it, they get into some tackle over sets and, and use a tight end. So um, they're going to want to run the football. The, the scariest part is they run the football with their quarterback. You know, they get that extra blocker in there. He's a good athlete. Um, you know, they do a few trickery things in there, but uh, – They've got athletes at, at every spot that they need them. Um, we got to make sure we, we recognize where those guys are at. And um, in the end, it kind of comes down to players. You know, it's uh, we're the same way. I mean, we want to get our three or four best players the ball as much as possible, especially in a game like this. They're going to want to do the same thing. So you're trying to shut that down and and hope you have enough that you, uh, enough guys that can contribute and, and step up to the plate. Certainly, a game that the Tigers can go on the road and. Uh... And, and play with Seward, and then certainly you guys are expecting to win this thing to kind of move the season along, huh? Oh, for sure. I mean, like I said, we, we looked at that matchup. When we walked off that field in week four, we kind of said we, we would like to play them again, you know. I'd rather be on the side where we had lost that game and you're coming in where, you, where you, you'd lost that game and close and then be the one that t- had won and maybe snuck it out or something like that. So we feel like we're in a good position and and we can kind of go play free and play hard. Hey, is it is it good for a coach to, to see a team for the second time, or would you rather see somebody new you haven't seen before or somebody com- completely out of the area? Yeah, you know, personally for me, I, I really enjoy playing somebody we haven't played before. I, I just think it's fun when you get into the playoffs and, you know, like maybe a Blair or somebody like that that you haven't played. I mean, you look at the history of uh, Hastings or any any school, and it's always nice to play somebody different. But... At some point, you're going to get a matchup with somebody that you've had already. Um, and so it is what it is, and, and we're just going to go out and do it. Again, uh, well, 7 o'clock starting time again, uh, 645 pregame show here on Extreme Sports. Charlie, I got you this week, my man. I, I've got you upsetting a Seward, so uh, don't Boy, let me down, all right? I already heard Will's prediction, so. <laughs> I'll be there covering it, so we'll, we'll get the reaction. So you're going to have to talk to me after yeah. you no matter what. <laughs> I'll wear it. I'll wear I can't it. wait to read those quotes. Yeah. 
All right, good luck again. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Charlie. Charlie uh, Shoemaker, the head coach for the uh, Hastings High Tigers. Hastings uh, going on the road at uh, Seward Friday night. The Aurora Huskies, Adams Central at the Patriot Field. Hastings Saints is a at historic Duncan Field as they take on uh, UTAN. There is a trivia question for you. What's the nickname of UTAN? Chieftains. There you go. Very good. You did your homework, my I man. Lo- I love a good mascot uh, you, challenge. You, you, did, you did your homework. The Chieftains and the Hawks. Coming up on uh, Friday night. So. UTAN's had a good basketball team. So that's yeah, how have. I know them. They played yeah. Sutton or maybe a Donovan yeah. a couple years ago at State. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, Hastings College, they've got the uh, weekend off. That is uh, good. Uh, Broncos coming out for their win uh, the other day as uh, they picked up a win over uh, Mount Barney, 45-42. So, Hastings College will have uh, the weekend off. They'll have uh, two games left against Midland and Doan, a couple of games that the Broncos uh, can conceivably win, I would think. So uh, they can enjoy their their weekend off. Nebraska playing at Purdue this week in uh, Lincoln. What else is uh, going on this weekend? we got to touch on, uh, I know Hastings College soccer is uh, playing tonight against the Dort final uh, regular season at conference game for the uh, Bronco uh, soccer teams. Uh, basketball, Hastings College basketball, going to be starting the season. Yeah, they're going to be starting the season uh, this Saturday. They've got a couple of uh, home games. The uh, women are going to play Friends on Saturday afternoon at 3. The men will play uh, Sterling College on Saturday afternoon at 5. So the uh, Bronco basketball teams in action for you on uh, Saturday. That's wild. <laughs> this fall has gone so fast. Yeah. I can't believe that's right here. Yeah, uh, Hastings College women's soccer, I just want to quickly note them. They they kind of control their own destiny in the GPAC. They've got the control right now. They had a tie against Concordia. Tonight's actually a big match against Dort. I think Dort was in third place heading into the, the match tonight, so we'll see how that one pans out. I believe it starts at 8 p.m., so um, a big game for, for the Bronco women. Um, volleyball team kind of still on, on that slide. They just haven't had the year they envisioned um, lost to Midland last week in four sets, and that's been a match that they've kind of earmarked the last few years and, and actually taken down Minden, or Midland excuse me, when they've had some nice teams. Uh, volleyball is at Doan tonight, and they got Concordia on Saturday. Mike, I wanted to hear more about the Hastings College football game at Mount Marty. How'd they pull that one out? That, that, that was a wild one again. It was like arena football. Like nobody wanted to play any defense. <laughs> nobody wanted to play any defense. 45-42 again, uh, the final score. But uh, Hastings winning that. We got a, a field goal uh, late in the ball game to actually win it. And then uh, had to make some uh, defensive stands there late. And the Broncos uh, sneak out of there with a win. Sneak out of there. What's, yeah. your, what's your take on, on Carson Carson's growth? Carson Kulacek's uh, growth. You know, he signed a play, play at St. Cecilia. Now he's you know been starting the last few weeks. What do, I, what do you think about his growth? I think he's made some strides the past uh, couple of weeks. I asked that question to uh, Coach Franz, and he said he's still making some freshman mistakes. So, yeah, he he appears that he's uh, playing a little bit better, but there, there's still a lot to learn. But I, I think the, I think he's going to have a bright future there at Hastings. For sure, he had four touchdown, four yeah. total touchdowns in this last game, back to back 300 yard games. So that's really fun to see uh, somebody from the area, you know, having such success at that level. Another kid, uh, Brett Simonson from Sutton. I mean, he's been. Uh, a really big part of this run game for a while now, and he had 76 yards to lead the team in rushing and had a touchdown as well. Also caught 10 passes for 51 yards. And Their run game, the Broncos have really struggled there this year, and it's really been pass-heavy. They just haven't had the line help to get, get the holes open for their, their running backs, and Simonson's had a, had a tough senior year, but 
um, you know, good to see him have a good week here at, towards the end of his of his campaign. Yeah, that was one of our better uh, rushing uh, days we've had in a, in a while. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that all develops in the final two games of the uh, season. So Broncos did also have special teams player of the week yep. uh, with the kicker. Casper Fyan. Hit a, the From the Netherlands. Field goal. Yeah, game-winning field goal, and then he was uh, like six for six on extra points. So that's uh, what's going on there. So anything else, guys? I was going to mention special teams. I mean, did you guys watch that end of the Minnesota-Iowa game last week? Oh, the, uh, what, invalid fair catch? Invalid signal? fair catch. Yeah, right. cost the Hawkeyes. Oh, I bet you're butthurt about that, aren't you? Oh, I, uh, I know. It just broke my heart. Couldn't, didn't couldn't happen to a better team. <laughs> I know. Couldn't happen to a better team. Go anyway. Gophers. All right, so again, uh, we're, next week we're going to have this show on Monday instead of Wednesday because of the uh, state volleyball tournament uh, down in Lincoln. So join us on Monday, 6 o'clock starting time. We'll be at the Eagles Club in uh, downtown Hastings. So come on out and uh, enjoy uh, the food there at the Eagles Club and enjoy your favorite beverage down there. We'll see you on the Monday. And don't forget, come on out here to the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings. Plenty of things going on. All uh, the rest of the fall and on into the uh, winter. Back to tomorrow night, the uh, Big Mac Sliders pitch. Uh, they're going to be playing uh, cards here. The football will be on one of the big screens with NFL football. Clubhouse will open up at noon on Friday. Husker Volleyball will be live streaming the uh, Adam Central football game uh, with Aurora on Friday night. Saturday, Clubhouse will open up at noon. Big day with... Uh, Husker football during the afternoon. Drink specials. Husker volleyball at night. Four-point pitch tournament will get underway on Sunday at 3. You can uh, call uh, call the club for uh, details and reservations on that. So I think we pretty well uh, got it wrapped up here. It's been a busy week with football and volleyball and state cross country. And I think we, we covered it all, gang. I know we didn't get our golf match in today, but next week Eagles is hosting a cornhole tournament. So oh, there I'm, we go. We want to get some teams out there, you know. Awesome bags. Let's see what we got. I, now I, I, I am a little bit better maybe at bags than I am at golf, so I might take you up on the uh, the bag offer. So there we go. We'll I, get it going. Two v two. We got four of us. That'll oh. be uh, Monday. That'll be Monday at six. So. That'll wrap things up from uh, the Southern Hills Golf Course in Hastings, the Tribune uh, tailgate talk show for Will Reynolds, for Marcus Metcalf, Nick Blasnick. I'm Mike Will.